get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. Uh. What up, though? I don't even know. I think you said what up though before you even hit play. <laughs> no, it was, it was, it was there. Yeah, you might have. What up though? Welcome to the 21st episode. Yep, we legal now. Grown. We can drink. We can hit the strip club legally. We can do all that shit at 21. Just don't fuck bitches under 16. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But uh, that sounds that sounds mad pedophilic. It does. It does. <laughs> Hey, I mean, it's just, you know, life rules. Just don't fuck young bitches. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, episode 21. You ready to go? Got a nice little list of topics to discuss. What's uh, What's been going on with you this week? Um, nothing and a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, what, nothing and a whole bunch of stuff? I don't know, man. <laughs> Both? The, the, the wedding, the, the, as I get closer to the, to the wedding... Um, everything is just so fucking stressful. The biggest thing is fucking RSVPs. Um, I don't get niggas. Nigg- I just don't think black people are used to RSVPing for shit. Like, for instance, we can write a laundry list of the shit that niggas ain't accustomed to doing. Oh, dude, it's it's so <laughs> fucking care of kids <laughs> wearing pants at their waist. Man. <laughs> Being sober for job interviews, <laughs> swimming, swimming, ain't <laughs> a custom shit. So RGP is like RGP, dog. It gotta be the last thing. So RGP, I mean, invites were sent out like a month ago. RGP was a fucking postcard. On one side, it had whether your food choice or your regret or your coming. So you put your name, your food choice, and send the bitch back in. There's a uh, um, it's posted on the back and all. Man, you wouldn't believe. So we did a numbering system on the postcard, so we could, in case someone just happened to like leave off something like their name, and you would think, how could somebody leave off their fucking name? Well, niggas gonna nig. They can't forget and their niggas names. been nigging the whole fucking time. <laughs> so we had one person. We had a few people send in their food choice. That's it. They just checked off. They wanted steak or salmon and mailed the bitch. So I'm like, okay, that's fuck, whatever. We had some just didn't put anything on it. <laughs> they should make a blank card. They, 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 put the, they just grabbed the card out the envelope and just put it in the mailbox. They put it back in the mailbox. They grabbed it out the mailbox and put it right back in. <laughs> then we had, I had a, uh, another person who, for their, for their food choice, or well, they, for their name, they put their food choice. They put me. So no, they put their food choice. So they were Mr. Salmon. <laughs> Mailed it back. And then you had people that just didn't send it in and they know they're not coming. <laughs> they wrote in their food choice. I'm Mr. Salmon and I would like fried Oh God. <laughs> it's not an option, sir. You had you had you had a one person who didn't even realize it was a postcard and they put it in the envelope, paid, put their own posters on it, and mailed it back in. <laughs> And then you got the people who just not coming. Like if you're not coming, don't wait till the day after and of uh, the day is supposed to, uh, you know, send it back in to just say you're not coming. Just say you're not coming early. It's it's not that deep, man. But I don't know. I 
I want to. I've been wanting to rant on like Facebook about it, but I would probably it'll probably affect like damn near everybody in my that I probably invited because they've done this shit. So I don't know. I just, I hate niggas right now. I, I hate sauce and the fact they probably not listening to this. This is great. So yeah, you can, you can get yeah, it off your chest. Yeah, and... yeah, that's fine. I, I I think I'm still after the wedding. I'm gonna. I'm going to jab a bunch of them with a. They, they're going to feel it, you know. It's one of those hit dog holler things. Do it. They were like, oh, do it. I'm sorry. Like I had a cousin who messaged me that day was Friday to turn them in. She messaged me like 7:30 in the morning on Saturday, like, "Hey, I'm sorry, is it too late?" And so I, you know, on Facebook, once you you could click in there and show that you read it. So I clicked into the show that I read it, and I just didn't reply for hours. Like, you go just sit on ice and shit. Then I was like, well, I have to check and make sure because we had to turn in our numbers. <laughs> it's petty. It's petty as Petty Ruxpin. So then, I, and then, and then, and then, you know, she messaged like, yeah, my mom was supposed to mail it, but she didn't, blah, 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 and all the stupid shit. So at that point, I was like, yeah, she's fine. She comes. like, so what's your food choice? She's, what y'all got? She's like, <laughs> she was like, chicken. Now, chicken is not even on a fucking menu. <laughs> So you just did you just not read the shit then? <laughs> so I was like, and I, I was gonna get smart, but I was like, I was like, no, the choices are steak and salmon. You have to pick one of those. Oh yeah, I did see steak. No, nigga, I could have said the choices was vegetarian and some hot dogs. Oh yeah, hot dogs. I knew it was vegetarian. I'll, I'll, I'll pick that. You know, I just I don't know. I just I'm just hating niggas right now. I'm just hate. That's it. I mean. Between that today and then the fucking lion and the fucking tigers, I'm so over today. Today sucks. Yeah, today been ever, as a as a sports fan for Detroit. Yeah, like and we was talking about earlier. Of all my football fandom, I and I've been really pretty much a Lions fan. We've never in the history of the shit had to worry about a kicker. We've had winless seasons. We've had shitty seasons. We've had shitty players. We've never had to worry about a kicker kicking. It's like your only fucking job. Yeah, Kick the ball. We took field goals for granted for the past 20 years. And, oh, sidebar. So, before we continue, uh, one, we do our uh, unsponsored uh, uh, portion. Um, Kessler, as Are always. Are you taking video? And, oh, okay. Uh, like, actually, I was holding on. That'd be great. <laughs> I like posting video. We have, uh, we have Kessler. Um, as usual. As usual. Uh, and then we got a audience guest that's uh, chilling for the day. So, Audience guest, introduce yourselves. <laughs> All right, well, I guess I'll go first. Uh, you can just say your name. You have to give a speech. Well, yeah. You, <laughs> you know, are prepping like, like, oh, when I was, I, was, I was thinking, all right, whatever, Kellen. I'm, uh, <laughs> there you go. I, th- I thought you were about to pull out a sheet like. <laughs> like well, no, 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 no. It's just. <laughs> give a shout out to Ray Ray in there. And this is Chris. I will give you my Twitter name, but I ain't tweeted in about seventeen years, and I don't remember that. You name. don't use it; it's cool. We so yeah, you should. I know, right? So, <laughs> but yeah, so we get that out the way. Um, where were we at? Yeah, I was talking about sports and shit. Yeah, you talking about um, the Lions and shit. So I'm just or the our kicker problems. The, oh, yeah, Lord. like he, he he missed nine points today. <laughs> That would have won the fucking game. We would have never been as close. And the last kick he did in the fourth quarter, he boinked that bitch. And then they got in field goal range. And they was like, yeah, we're going to try for 58 yards. And I was like, 
58 yards. We're going to lose to a fucking 58-yard field goal. Mm -hmm. And that bitch kicked the most perfect-looking <laughs> ass kick, dog. It couldn't have been more in the middle of the uprights, <laughs> man. I didn't see the 50-yard miss. But what I did see was the 40-something yard miss in the third quarter. And that was easily like the worst miss I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. That was like if I set Michael out to kick it. Because like, you know how like a, a, normally a normal field goal will go end over end, like vertically, and will spin and it will go in an arc, you know, just like any, you know, like a regular fucking kick. The one he missed in the third quarter spun like horizontally. It didn't lift. It went straight to the left. It was like a straight line. I was like... Who kicked that? Like, did they send out fucking, I don't know, Reggie Bush to kick that? Like, that shit looks <laughs> fucked up, man. man. Uh, that was, like, the worst field goal attempt I've ever personally seen. I'm so over it. And, and so, after that, I was like, you know what? I'm not even watching the Tigers game. Because I was just so, I couldn't deal with the possibility of seeing some bullshit. So, I just went to the gym. And then I checked scores. It was zip, zip for a minute. Then, Orioles went up to zip. And I was just like, these bitches. And... Yeah, but the Tigers then, made it interesting. Well, no, they they tried to. They almost made it interesting. They tried to make it interesting, and then fizzled out. Like they gave us hope and then kicked us in the balls, bitches. Yeah. So now I'm done. Well, one, I'm done with Tiger. I'm done with playoffs because there's no reason for me to watch the playoffs now. I don't give a fuck about any other team. No, absolutely. Not. And then I'm done with watching the Lions until they fucking uh, drop that fucking kicker. I'm not watching next week and no other weeks until that fucking kicker is gone. Fuck him and fuck the Lions if they keep his ass. Yeah, they should pick up fucking Prater. From they got cut from the Broncos. What? Why did he get cut? Because I saw a lot of tweets about picking up Prater. I'm like, why is he available? Well, he was suspended for the first four games because of that whole beer shit. Oh, that was him. Oh, yeah. Okay. But then they cut him after that. So someone speculated that he must he may have done something more than warranted. But whatever. He's a fucking great kicker. So I'll go buy that motherfucker 40s for here for the rest of the motherfucking season. I'll get him 40s and dog. Cody. What the fucking beer you want to? Kick for us. I forgot, but what happened to Kickalicious, dog? They haven't. They never His followed back with him. Bomb ass. You, is he still on the team? Like, is, mm. didn't they cut him or something? Yeah, like, he's totally not a part of the organization. Like oh, at okay. all. I'm like, because I remember they had him, but then I think they cut him or something. Man, like before done, the season started. Dog. There's no no you pick up that nigga, man. There's he could no possibly be worse than. No, nope. other niggas. I can kick better than that nigga. Fuck yeah. yeah, dog. I would so try out, and I have no idea how to kick a, a fucking ball probably past twenty yards. No, I think anybody in here could kick a field goal better than that one he missed <laughs> in the third quarter. Dog, tell me this. That I, was I, the ugliest shit I've ever seen. That was dog. a golf slice. Is what the hell that was. Yeah, that's what it was. Man, it was like nigga, fucking. You got a you know leg get cramped up or something at, the, at mid kick or something. Yeah. Dog, nigga, that one was dude. so bad. I thought it got blocked. Because it didn't even, like I said, it didn't flow like a kick. Like, it didn't arc. It didn't spin end over end. It spun horizontally. It was low. It went to the left. I was like, maybe somebody blocked that. Like, no, nah, he just, I don't know. Maybe he kicked it with his socks on. I don't know. <laughs> that shit was ridiculous, man. Yeah, I, I was I was definitely just over. Yeah, I'm just over sports for the day. Yeah, it was a very bad day, man. I, look, luckily, I don't have to deal with sports until Sunday and, and unless they got that bitch-ass Henry. And, and I'm not. And I'm not watching. To add and to add fuel to the fire for the fucking Tigers, man. It's like they might lose Scherzer and Vmart, man, next year. It's like we had a really good chance this year with the players that we got. You know, City probably read something today was saying Scherzer was saying he would love to be back. Yeah, bitch. If you would have signed your contract, you would be back. It would just <laughs> be back. Exactly. Now, don't say you want to be back now, motherfucker. You you denied the contract. 
144 million they offered him. I hope I hope he, I hope he has to take far less, just because you could have signed last year yep. and it would never been any fucking doubts. You would just been on the team, so fuck him. Ugh. Yeah, I, I'm Sue might be leaving for the Lions. I'm wondering if the Tigers are cursed, man, because like the Tigers. Okay, so we knew going into the year that their bullpen was trash and they never really improved it. They added David Price, so we like okay, well now we have three. The literally the last three Sion wins, right? And then all three of them lost in these three games in the playoffs, and we didn't hit. And that's been like the the problem every year that the Tigers have been good is that once once they got there, they the bats just went silent. It was like we needed our starters to to go eight nine innings, and they would do it. But then they yeah you're you're drunk. Yeah, so in case in case you're listening, one is uh, Kevin's trying to shoot some paper into the ashtray. And it was his fucking niggerette. He tried to flick his niggerette into the thing and missed like eight times and shit. The, the niggerette is a black cigarette. <laughs> cigarette for niggers. What are you trying to flick it in? Hey, no, no, hey, don't try that shit, man. What's don't you, try that what shit. What you trying to do? Oh, these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but how we lose him though? We send up the the last three Cy Young winners, and all of them pitched well. But like, yep. it's the, man, we ain't hitting. Yeah, we, we ain't hitting, and we got like we got the best hitter in baseball, and we got like a whole gang of good hitters. And when you sending up the last three Cy Young winners, it's not like you need to score ten or eleven runs, like. Most of the the vast majority of the time, they only need to get like three runs to win. And the irony of game two is that we lost to a motherfucker we let go last year. Man, fucking the Del fucked Mion, up part dude. about that. Del Mion about came two. up and I was like, motherfucker, dude. Dog, game two. Even the announcer was like, Del we Mion had game two in the bag. These motherfuckers let them get what eight eight fucking hits. Well, um, game eight one was runs. Like, uh, well, game one was like that too. Mm-hmm. We were leading up to the late seventh, eighth inning, and they blew it out the park. And it's <sighs> fucked up, man. We, yeah, but as far as the Lions, I don't. We have no chance of keeping Sue if we don't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Even then, it's not a guarantee. But I, I would like to think that if he if he feels he's on a good team, he would want to stay. But I mean, I think at this point, he's just writing. He's writing his ticket. He can get whatever fucking money. You know, he wants from any fucking team. I mean, we have the uh, opportunity to match. I just don't think. The problem is we have we have too many top dollar people. Yep. You know, between, Stafford. you know, Stafford, Calvin Johnson, Sue. We have Fairley, you know. Reggie and Bush. we just, Reggie Bush. And we just paying so many motherfuckers. I just don't, I just don't see, unless he takes a real cut because he want to be here. Other than that. He a fucker. I joked on Twitter saying he's gonna get three hundred million next year, but he'd get JJ Watt money because JJ Watt got a hundred million. Well, then then you have to get into that they actually do play different positions because Watt is an end and Sue is a tackle. He'd get relatively in an area. He'll get close. I can see him getting 95, 90 million. He'll get that. I don't think the Lions will pay ninety million. But as a tackle, he's he's not. He's not. He's not JJ Watt, but he's the next closest. I mean, it's been less of players that got more fucking money. That's true. You know, so I don't. I don't see. You know, what he's worth and what he get to be two different Mm -hmm. things. But I think he could pretty much write write his ticket. I've seen you know rumors since. I guess he was supposedly supposed to sign with uh, Rock Nation. 
uh, management and was someone saying that he would want to that he may want to go to a New York team. I I don't see going to a New York team gaining exposure. Like going to the fucking Jets. Well, God, they're awful fucking team. Right. Why would you I mean, go to a shitty team? Just yeah, Jets, Giants, Buffalo. What the fuck? I think, man, man. I think the Lions will still be okay. I think this season is still going to be good. Because I mean, when it comes right down to it, okay, if we had made our field goals today, we would have won. Yep. And then our other loss against Carolina, like that game, we missed probably two or three field goals, and that's not enough to cover how much we lost by. But like. We would have been within, like, I think if we had made our field goals, we would have been within a field goal. And you play differently if you're down by two or three than if you're down by nine. Yeah. So I'm like, that game could have gone completely differently. The, like, missing field goals is going to fuck up your mindset. It's going to fuck up your strategy. Like, all that shit, man. It's a moment. I think it's a, for me, I think it's just a, it's a momentum change. You know, when you're exactly. in the league, you know, things are just different. You know, you can't predict what, you know, what would, what would have really happened. But, I think if we were in, a, if we were up nine based on what the score was, we wouldn't have lost by three, you know. So I don't know. I just they bet not had that bitch ass sign past Tuesday, and he'd be on the roster come Sunday. I would not be fucking watching games, and I will fucking taunt the Lions Twitter page for the rest of the fucking week. Dude, they fucking uh, retweeted me earlier this week. Who the, the Lions? Lions page? Yeah, the official Lions page. Just the line. Just at Lions. No, not at Lions. The D O P. Detroit Lions Pro. Oh, what did they say? What did you say? Well, I was like, you know, because, you know, uh, Johnson was injured going into the game. He was hurt. And so I was like, you know, everybody knows Johnson's going to be a decoy and Golden Tate's going to have a good day, which he kind of did. Not kind of. He, he had a good day. He had a good day. Yeah. And so, you know what I'm saying? They retweeted me like, you know, yeah, he's gonna. that's going to happen. And fuck shit, they did. But Now we're in a position where we don't have an opposite receiver. So, right. you know, if... Carol Johnson might be out a week or two. I would send him out too. Um, he be, he might be out a week or two. Reggie Bush is going to be out a week. There is no opposite receiver right. that can pull. You know, now they're just going to double tape. And, and so, I mean, we stuff. don't have no other receiver. I think uh, Ebron is good, even if you play. You know, tight end opposite side. Even then, though, you know, you got safeties and all that shit. Yeah. We're, they, they're just going to crowd the line. Yeah. And, you know, we're looking for players like Broyles and all the rookies to step up, which Caldwell said, you know, it's going to happen eventually. But here, this is going to be, what, week six? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We need we need our people to step up. You know what I'm saying? Calvin Johnson cannot be our only guy out there. You know what I'm saying? Man, the defense has been so crazy good, though. Exactly. Think, like, you know what I'm who, saying? Who would think that you would – be at week six and be like, man, I wish I had the Lions defense in my fantasy league. Right. <laughs> dude, I dropped them, dog. Man. I was so pissed, dude. No, I, I got fucked over week Kansas one, City in. Entering week one, I bet the Lions defense was available in every league. And now they're like the number one defense and we're sick. But, yeah. <laughs> who, I mean, yeah, who would have thought that the Lions would be in a situation where their defense is number one but they simply can't score. You know what I'm saying? Like, who who thought that? And they've still been in a position to win every week. Yeah. Yep. Fuck yeah. This yeah. Is, this is depressing. So, but, um, oh, yeah. What were you gonna say? No, I was I was gonna move on. Fuck them. Unless you had something else to say. No, I was, move, I was gonna move on too. So, I'm so troubled with the whole Ebola. Uh. Epidemic that we have. 
I just don't get like why of all of all things that we had to like start treating the shit here. Like why bring these motherfuckers here? That's the dumbest fucking shit ever, dude. And I, I read that the reason that we bring them here is because we got like CDC in Atlanta and shit like that. But I'm I, I I'm not I don't want to sound too ignorant because I don't really know the whole extent of the whole situation. But why can't we just take whatever we have here or there? I was thinking the same thing, and like I can say I'm kind of ignorant to the fact too. I don't know what the fuck Chris doing. What is Chris doing? Uh, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> Hey, you come over and have a, you have a drink, brother. Uh, <laughs> he's like a curious kid. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, We're exploring this shit, dog. Like it's Universal Studios. I'm hearing, like, I'm hearing hammers tinker and right. shit like that. But uh, you know, set the set the garage on fire. Yeah, enough of that drunk. Yeah, yeah it is. Right. A ga- it is gas cans on that side. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't get like I, yeah. So my thing was like, why don't they set up shop there? But then it's like now, coincidentally, ever since they brought the shit here, you got cases in D.C. You have cases in Texas. You have a new case, a possible case in Delaware where they're testing a kid now. What the fuck is in Delaware? Grass. <laughs> Grass. Now I want to explore to see what else is in Delaware. <laughs> I'm a Google There might be some water, <laughs> but I don't know nothing about Delaware. It could be, yeah, it could be grass and water. Shit, call out that. Grass and water. So, fuck from, Delaware. From, from what I've read, <laughs> trash ass state. E- Guarantee we have no listeners in Delaware, so we're good. <laughs> I'm certain that the five people who live in Delaware do not listen to this podcast. I'm, I'm sure they are, they're not on Twitter. They're updating their uh, their idols. They're, they're updating their MySpace page, changing their top five, which is all of them. You know, they're just switching the other five Delaware right. um, Y'all not gonna believe this shit. So I just googled it, and the top thing that comes up is. Gardens and mansions. You were right. <coughs> grass and water. So from what I read, and bricks. for the most part, <laughs> Ebola is uh, spread through direct contact. So no one says no coughing and shit, but like touching, saliva, you know, stuff like that. And so, you know, you had the cameraman from CBS, they caught it over in Liberia, or at, just after, I don't know if it's Liberia, but... Um, yeah, so it's like, who, 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 what bitch was he fucking? Exactly. How direct the contact got to be? Like, you a cameraman too? Like, you out here licking, licking Africans and shit? Like, what, what are you doing to get mm-hmm. Ebola? Yeah, he's at some, the contact got to be that direct? Shit, he was at some brothel and shit. Yeah, it's like getting, fucking Ace Ventura. Those are very nice. <laughs> Spit in my mouth, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, he was probably doing some reverse bukkake shit. <laughs> yeah, a whole bunch of a whole bunch of African bitches fucking uh, skeeting on his ass. Mm. Yeah, he was definitely getting. He probably he probably you know what now he probably was fucking some bitch over there. Mm-hmm. I can see it. It makes sense now. Nigga over there fucking girl Django. Wondering why he girl why he Django. Why he got Ebola? Django. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Django. Wondering why he got. Wondering why he got Ebola. 
I'm sick. Oh shit. I always go back to that. He's uh, at the market with her titties hanging out, wondering why he got Ebola from her. What was? It was uh, wear a shirt to the market. Was a Jamie Fox stand up when he was uh yeah. about the whole yeah, AIDS yeah. Start coughing and shit. <laughs> so yeah, I just hope Ebola don't come to Michigan. Man, if you both come to Michigan, I'm not leaving, dog. Like, I'm like, I'm already paranoid about shit like that, dog. I don't touch nobody's hands without using hand sanitizer afterwards. I don't do shit at work. I don't like talking to people at work, touching people at work. People come too close to me, I get squeamish. <laughs> and then Ebola hit Michigan? Man, shit. We are too I will gladly be telling people, don't you come over here. We you can ask me a question over the PA and system. too fucking cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see the pictures of uh, Akon did a concert, uh, supposedly did a, a concert in uh, Africa. He was in a bubble, <laughs> yeah, uh, fucking doing mosh pits. Dog, <laughs> 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 no, I feel that nigga. I would do I the exact same yeah. thing. In a damn spacesuit, like, uh, he was in a bubble smile. You see all these people reaching up and shit, man. It was terrible. I'd have canceled the concert, man. Fuck that. Ain't no bubble strong enough to make me feel comfortable. He already a, mil- uh, a millionaire over, uh, you know, twice times over. Like, why the fuck would you even, yeah. Send one of his 18 wives in his place. Shit. Terrible. Fucking terrible. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Michael got stung by a bee Ooh, um, on Wednesday. And, uh, trust me, this is not as serious as it sounds. I mean, get stung by a bee is serious, but, like, the the point of this story is not as serious as it sounds. The where I'm going with it, but uh, he got stung by a bee on Wednesday, Wednesday morning. I was at work, and his mom texted me. No, she emailed me saying he got stung by a bee. But this is a stinger out. He cool, you know. He ain't even leaving school. Everything straight. But I was like sick about it because like I don't like the fact that he had to go through that and I wasn't there. So I was feeling like mad guilty about it. Like I was really upset. So I was like, you know, when you get when you pick him up, you know, call me. You know, have him call me so I can talk to him, you know, because I make sure he's okay because I was just feeling weird about it. And I knew he was okay, but I still wanted to talk to him. So <laughs> I was calling and she went, I, I, like, I told her to call, have him call me when she picked him up. And and I figured, you know, I should hear from him about 6 o'clock. So I got out of work at about 6.30, still hadn't heard from him. So I called at like 7. And I'm calling at 7 and her phone is going to voicemail over and over. I called like 10 times, voicemail, voicemail, voicemail. So now I'm getting irritated because I'm like, okay, I asked for one simple fucking thing to call me after you pick him up. And now it's like almost 8 o'clock and I haven't heard from him yet. And I told you I was worried about him, so I'm going to fucking talk to him. So finally, I call and he picks up. And he's like, he's like, Daddy, why are you calling? I'm like, I thought that I, like, I want to talk to you. He's like, I thought you were Kaya. I'm like, wait, what? Because I, I was waiting on Kaya to call. I'm like, oh, you said he got bitches, dog? Yes, dog. He got bitches. He was, he was stung by a bee and was mad. He was like, he's like, oh, it's you? Like, he, he was like sick that I called. He was like, I was waiting on my bitch to call. Like, are you calling me? Like, I thought you was my bitch. Like, he was ready to hang up on me and shit. It's like, so, I thought so, you was Kaya. So who's Kaya? Like, Kaya is like a girl in his class that he had a, he had a, he wanted to have a play date with her. And like, he came home and he was like, <laughs> it's funny because he came, like, he wasn't even home, he was in the car. He was like, uh, he's like, can I have a play date with Kaya? And I was like, yeah. He's like, okay, because she gave me her number today. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, what? How was my? I was like, six. I was like, wait, what? And he, he, pulled, he goes to his book bag and he pulls out a sticky note with a phone number on it. I'm like, are you fucking shitting me? 
<laughs> but it had like good handwriting on it. So I'm like, who wrote that down? He's like, the teacher wrote it down. So basically, the teacher wrote down her phone number, her, like her parents' phone number, or whatever. Put it on a sticky note. Wrote down uh, his his mom' phone number. Put it on a sticky note. Gave it to her. I guess. So how's this gonna work? Well, he already. I guess he. Well, he was supposed to have the play date today, but it didn't happen. So I'm. I'm probably. Or I'll probably. Or I'll probably call her up. Not so her. I mean, I'm just saying. Parents. What does a play date consist of? Going over somebody's house and playing, or going or meeting at a, a mutual location and playing, like a McDonald's playhouse or something like that. But just playing outside of school, really. But the way it just played out, the fact that he was sick that he, that I was calling, he was like, wait, what? That, so this the, is not Kaya. Like, so I assume so the, uh, the, the, the beast thing didn't affect him at all. He dude. gave no fucks about the beast thing. Uh, he told me about it today. It was like a complete accident. Like, it, he didn't even know the bee was there. He did something where he, like, reached on top of his head. And, like, the bee, he didn't know he had a bee on his shoulder. And he reached on top of his head. So the bee was trapped in between his shoulder and his neck. So the bee stung him in the neck. So it was like, and he said, like, you know, they took the stinger out, the bee died, obviously, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Why are you grinning like that? Just, just continue the podcast, man. I think he's about to, like, stand up and just, like, he like he about to stand up and, like, pee on himself <laughs> and stand there, like, and just look at you. just look at you, like, but yeah, I was, like, sick that he was, like, I was sick, but I was, like, I was tripping, like, he actually was, like, upset that it was me calling, because he was expecting it, he was expecting it to be his girl and shit. He looked at the phone, like, damn, it's my dad, damn, why the fuck she ain't calling? <laughs> right, like, what? <laughs> he was, like, trying to get me off the phone, like, Kai is supposed to be calling, I'm Kai like, no, I'm trying to find out this. about your beast thing, I've been worried for, like, this happened at, like, 11 mm-hmm. in the morning, it's now, like, 7.30 at night, so I've been, like, worried for, you know, eight hours and shit. And and all I get from him is like, wait, you yeah. not Kaya? What's, what's going on? Dude, that's hilarious, dude. Yeah, I'm like, and, 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 and it's definitely funny. So, you know, I know, you know, the you know the you know y'all relationship is pretty close. So he like, man, the fuck you called me for, man. Yeah, fuck my chick at this shit. Yeah, but it works out because I guess he he was supposed to have his day, and for whatever reason it didn't happen. So. I'll organize it on Saturday, which I wanted to do because I didn't want his mom to organize it. I want to do it because I, I saw him first after he got the number and shit. So I was like, let me, <laughs> let me make this happen for him. Let me, like, let, me get, let me get him on the right path. I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna make this this play day happen. He got the digits. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it work for him, and we can do that. But yeah, so, that's funny as hell. Yeah, so I'm gonna try to work it on Saturday. I was I was tripping off that. Like, man, that's crazy. Play day. That's funny. I- He's so much better than me. I was trash in first grade. Oh, I don't think I went. Nigga, when did you get grade. your first number? I don't know. When I was eighteen. I was twenty-three. <laughs> right. <laughs> he, he got it in one third of the time and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying he he, he ain't even uh, got into middle school yet. And he played right. pulling chicks and shit. What am I thinking about getting numbers and going on play dates with girls in the first grade? I'm trying to learn the damn numbers, let alone calling. Right. I'm still trying right. to learn the sequence and shit. I don't know. I don't know. At that age, do you really? I think do you really understand the, the phone number sequence? Oh, three, you know, three, four sequence and shit like that. I guess you know. I, mean, when I don't think kid, he understands like area codes and and shit like that. But he I mean he knew what he had. Like right. you know, he he broke the number out. Like he had it. Like yeah, this is it right here. Play like, yeah, like I got get, my, get this play date cracking for me. Nigga, that's hilarious as hell. It was funny. I was telling you my nephew earlier. So they uh he had a game. He had a game Saturday. He played pal, you know, the police athletic league, their little league football. 
And oh, so that's what PAL stands for. Yeah, I never knew that. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Please, I've never I didn't know it had something to do with the police. No, yeah, I'm like, they, they you know, not a big fan of it anymore. Sponsors, but whatever. But, I'm like, oh, PAL League, that's good for kids. Like, right, right. Police, never mind. Yeah. yeah. Which they, they used to be at some of the games uh, years ago, but I don't see them too much now. That's unsettling. Um, but, uh, so they were practice. They practiced during the week for the game, and so they have a game. They had a game Saturday, and that game was, you know, uh, elimination of the playoffs. So just winner, you know, goes on. Man, so the other team came out and was recording their practices and shit. Like, what kind of shit is this? This is like it's ten year olds, dude. Why the fuck are y'all recording practices? And shit? Bill Belichick on the sideline. Hey, like, we need to get this win. Though. So I thought that that's a. I, my thoughts would be an automatic disqualification, you know, mm-hmm. and then it would just advance. But it actually is only uh, it's a you get three touchdowns if something like that happens. That's major though, pretty dude. big, yeah, yeah, it's a pretty big lead, yeah. But they didn't. But the, for some odd reason, the coaches didn't report it, Ooh. so it was just an even game. And then they almost lost. They you know they they played you know it ended up going like three touchdowns to two, but. I'm like, why? How, why do you record fucking kids, dude? Like, what the? They only run like three plays. I'm just saying, like, what kind of practice do they have that you need to record it? Do they run three or four fucking plays? That's pretty much it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's nothing. You know, it's nothing NFL college like or nothing. This is stupid, man. I don't get that shit. But them parents and coaches, man, they they yelling and screaming and shit, man. Ugh, that shit crazy to me. Yeah, niggas gonna nig, man. That's crazy, dog. Like I be saying the same thing about Michael play soccer, and them white parents go hard for that soccer shit, dog. They be yelling at their kids like, yelling at their kids like they just stole something or like they just like <laughs> let a black person go free Keep without the shooting them. Ball, <laughs> how dare you let that nigga go without killing him? Like that's how they yell at their kids, man. Like. Sick. It's man. funny. You, you, you talking about white people. I went to the uh, Apple Orchard today. Nigga, oh, white yeah. people were in full attendance. I think they, <laughs> the I think they're like, you know what? The blacks will never take over the Apple Orchards. We will control the Apple Orchards. We'll see about that. Nigga, all I saw blacks was... getting up on pumpkin spice shit. Dog. What? First off, pumpkin don't even got spice. Where the fuck <laughs> did pumpkin spice come from? Like, how does that... How is that a thing? Who knows? Pumpkin ain't even that great. Like, it's why? not. I hate pumpkin beer. I hate pumpkins, period. Like, there's nothing about pumpkins I like at all. Sweet potato pie, bitches. Sweet potato pie, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, these, man, it was... Well, all these sweet potato pie got to do with pumpkins. Because I think it's people think close. that they're the same. Oh, I'm like, don't they, they got sweet potatoes? No, they're, they're, just, they're just the same flavor color. Yeah, they, they taste <laughs> the same color. Done, <laughs> really? Yeah. No. Wait, what, what, do you, what do you say? Fuck no. If you do Pumpkin right, don't taste nothing like sweet potato pie. Yes, but it, it's a difference. It's a difference, but it's close. I mean, and they look, I mean, maybe the look gets it. I don't know, man. I, I, uh. You can't get away with it in the hood. No. Now, if you bring some pumpkin pie to the hood, they're going to laugh their ass off the block. I would almost think that'd be the different for white. Well, white people don't season their food, so they don't give a fuck. It's orange, and, <laughs> and it's just the same. They like fuck it. The spaghetti that he had today is a testament to that. Man, that spaghetti was so damn bland. I went from to a where? bar. Chicks, man. They had spaghetti. Yeah, on Sunday it's five fifty. Fuck you, have a spaghetti at the bar. I know, right? <laughs> like, what the fuck? That was, was my thinking? fault. But it's like five fifty for all you can eat. It should have been all you will eat because that mess was so damn nasty. I, I had a plate. First, I had to douse it in salt and pepper and hot sauce and ketchup and cheese. And I had to have them put it back in the microwave because it was cold. 
Sorry, Chick. How, big, how big of a pot was this? That had to be the hugest fucking pot of bullshit. Dude, <laughs> now, was it know. separated? Did you have like the, the pasta dinner that you had Hell to mix together? No. Or it was all it mixed was together? It was all together. So I wanted some more because I was hungry as hell. And I spent my 550, so I really wasn't going to eat all I could. They brought that second plate out, and it was so unbearable that once I was no longer starving, I just stuck a fork in that mess and pushed it off the side of the table. Like, yeah, well, 550, and I'm no longer hungry. Now, so it wasn't right. now, so it was no seasoning? It tastes like they just boiled some noodles, took them out, didn't even let them drain. Just threw them in the pan and poured some spaghetti sauce on top and brought so was it Was any meat in the spaghetti sauce or was it just spaghetti it sauce? It was some little chunks of ground. But it's like, either it was really poor quality bulk spaghetti sauce or the niggas, just, I don't know. It was bad. <laughs> it's it some was red bad. water on your fucking right. spaghetti. <laughs> it was terrible. Dog, that sounds awful as hell. Right. Like, how do you really fuck a spaghetti? You, it's hard. I would think it's really hard to fuck a spaghetti. Yeah, well, did, they, did they used to have like Parmesan cheese or anything? They brought it to the table. I needed all that. Unscrewed the top and just dumped all the <laughs> I was going to say that. I do that terrible. with pepper. I, I would like want to put pepper on stuff. I have to take the top off because mm-hmm. the pepper shakers don't have enough. I don't know. They don't have enough holes in it or whatever. It's not yeah. enough pepper for me, so I got to take the top off. That was off. other people eating the spaghetti? Two guys in the back, but they look like they were high, so, the, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it probably tastes phenomenal. Yeah, you, exactly. can't count, you can't count that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that sounds terrible. Sorry to hear that, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do it. I think we need to take a break right quick because uh, urination needs to happen. All right, so, we'll be, uh, we be and we're back. Yeah, I think I probably hit pause before I finished even my sentence because I had to pee that bad. You're like I'm gonna use that, <laughs> so that break is gonna be fucked up. Yeah, it is. It yeah, is. we're gonna take a break. <laughs> That's it. But we're back. So we wanted to kind of touch on. Uh, Otis brought a whole gang of topics this week. Well, so, yeah, I was trying to be prepared. To change your pace. <laughs> I, yeah, I've, I've never really prepared for the most part. So. Normally, topics are on me. Yeah, and I just, just, just got a laundry list. It's just like the, uh, the the mic and with uh, with Otis show and shit. But, you, know, uh, we, you are the far more popular one of us. Like, I'm... I'm not... Far more popular. I swear to God, I'm not. Far more popular. Only people that only people that actually mention some shit on the uh, the the page is because of you. Yeah, but you got okay. In addition to having more followers than me, you got more followers that actually interact with you. For one, the motherfuckers don't listen to the podcast. And then for two, no, but no, for two, they also like you. Like people don't like me. Like I noticed, like my follower count be dwindling. I got mad followers who don't actually tweet me. I can tweet all day and get, like, no responses. Yo ass can be like, good morning, Twitter, at, like, 512 in the morning. And some motherfucker will be like, good morning, Otis. Nigga, niggas bored, niggas. So nice to see you. Niggas is bored. What y'all niggas doing, dog? Right. Hey, we're going to continue. We're going to continue. Enjoy, right? yeah. We're yeah. just going to keep, yeah, keep it So, up. Thursdays has become the uh, the black women's night. Um, <laughs> Why you gotta call me a black woman? <laughs> well, as far as as far as characters, no, so um, we have. What is so funny? There's some shit in the truck. Okay, we're gonna edit that out. There's a car. There's a car in the garage that apparently has I don't know a one-eyed midget in it. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, let's keep going because I don't yeah. know what's happening. So, Thursdays. <laughs> Shonda Rhimes controls ABC on Thursday nights. She does. So She has I, it on lock. I didn't know she did Grey's Anatomy. Yep. So, from Grey's Anatomy. So, she has Grey's Anatomy now, which actually shifts in time. 
So Grey's Anatomy, then you have uh, Scandal, then you have what's the show? How to get away how, with how to get away with murder? Yeah. Now what's your, I, now I I watched a little of episode two. What's your take on how to get away with murder? You didn't watch episode one? No. Oh, okay. Uh, to me, How to Get Away with Murder is probably like the coldest new show. Like that shit was really good. Like I mean, like it's really good. Like I like it more than I like Scandal, at least at, at the moment. Uh, I can't comparing it to how it was when Scandal was new. I can't really compare it, but like How to Get Away with Murder is good as fuck. So do you think that that, that Shonda has this thing with? Black chicks fucking white dudes. She has a thing with black chicks fucking white dudes. She has a thing with like lo- the law and like lawyers and shit. And she has a thing with gay people. So like a lot of gay. Yeah, I saw one of the scenes where uh, I think it was out. It was it was two dudes or something. Yeah, there's a lot of gay. There's a lot of gay sex and gay relationships on both. I can't speak for Grey's Anatomy because I stopped watching Grey's Anatomy. I never well, watched it Grey's is Anatomy. Gay. It is, it's the two chicks. It's uh, one of the. Oh yeah, yeah. There's two. Yeah, there's two gay chicks on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. At least there was when I last watched it. I don't know if there still is, but mm-hmm. uh, when I last watched it, there was yeah, it was a gay couple on Grey's Anatomy. You got Cyrus and uh, whoever he's fucking with on Scandal. And I can't and think then, of his partner name for the life of me now. Yeah, uh, David. David is it? David. David. It is okay. David. It's yeah. David. So it's David. they got that on Scandal, and then they got uh, one of. The main characters. Y'all think I come sit down now, dog? Cause y'all, yeah, y'all, y'all think it's like kids, dude. Yeah, what are y'all doing? Yeah, come on, <laughs> come on back, audience members. Have a seat. Have a seat. What's happening? <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> no, nothing. Continue. Don't let us stop you. We can't help it. <laughs> right. We're like girls giggling in the background. We try to be serious. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's fucking. What is that? Jaws. Yeah. Who's I have no idea, but <coughs> I'm just chilling. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, she's definitely open with the, uh, uh, the, the, the I guess the um, homosexual. Uh, There's a gay couple on every show. Every show. Yeah. So gay gay couples, the law, and like black chicks with white dudes. But anyway, aside from that, how to get away with murder is dope. Uh, scandal is scandal. It's uh to me it's it's on its way down. It's still good, but like season two was like the best season. This is season four, and it's season four. It seems like they're working up to something, like they're building, and it's like it's it seems like they're trying to build a strong foundation. Whereas season three was just like twit. Season three was all here for twists and uh, over dramatic speeches. So it was like over dramatic speech. To you know, talk a little bit, and over it was like putting shit in between over dramatic speeches. Like the script was over dramatic speeches, and then like let's fill shit in. After well, that. I think season three they had they, they they did so much to try to uh, to to mask uh, Carrie Washington's pregnancy. Yeah, was and so I, it felt like that was like a big thing with that. And then you know, it just seemed like I did now. It just seemed like the season. It's trying to make up for the lackluster of last season. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I I haven't watched you know the uh, how to get. I, like I said, I watched the first the uh, the second episode. But I don't know. I just you know everybody is surprised. I just I don't know. I I, I have this feeling that people just people just want to see black shows prosper so much that they don't want to critique it. 
Like they don't think shit wrong. Every everybody feels that I mean, everybody I've seen at least, you know, are in love with Viola Davis, and she's she's not that appealing to me. She man, she's dope. Like I liked her. I like her in a lot of the movies that she's been in. And like the thing with that is like you look at it as like kind of like a black lineup. You got scandal and you got how to get away with murder. So if you haven't watched them, you might look at it like yeah, it's probably just niggas gassing up niggas shit. But I went into seeing how to get away with murder kind of like with very low expectations because I was like at the time I was like mad tired and I was I kind of wanted to go to bed and I was like you know what we got the, we could just DVR this and watch it tomorrow or something like that. I was ready to go to bed because I didn't have high expectations. I mean. I had, like, Shonda Rhimes' expectations. I was like, well, this might, this might be good. But, like, the previews didn't look all that great. So I was like, eh, I didn't really care either way. But I watched it anyway. I was like, well, that shit was good as fuck. So, and then season, I mean, season two. Episode two was dope, too. So, yeah, How to Get Away with Murder is the truth at the, at the moment. Like, it's, it's good as fuck. So I can't, and I'm unbiased. I don't have any kind of allegiance to Shonda Rhimes shows, uh, black shows, nothing like that. I'm going to check I'm That gonna shit check was good as fuck. I'm so, gonna continue watching and check it I out. I look forward. Week. I look forward to Thursdays at the moment. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna check it out. Um, have you been watching all of uh, Blackish? Yeah, I watched the first two episodes. So what's your take on that? I haven't watched the second episode yet. I, I what I was, the name just throws me off, and I'm trying to get over the name, but the I name can't. Is trash, man, because it's like you can't really. It's hard to take it seriously, man, with that kind of name. And then like you have like. Anthony Anderson, who you can't take seriously, period. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it. there's nothing about it on the surface that seems appealing. In the first episode, I saw potential in it because even though I didn't think it was very funny, it's, you, you watched the first episode, right? Yeah, I saw that. I yeah, I, I thought like, it wasn't that funny, but I saw a lot of potential for it, touching on shit that is relevant. Because I like the idea in the first episode of how Anthony Anderson's character wanted to be a vice president at his company and he thought like okay I'm going to be the first black vice president in my company and then what ended up happening he was promoted to vice president of like black shit he was like the the urban the president of the vice president of like the urban division and that's and that's real I mean that's I can real, see that happening like, yeah. you could think and the his thing was like he thought he was going to be the vice president period and then he was made vice president of the urban division and he's kind of like damn I thought I was going to be vice president now I'm vice president of like black shit so he felt the way about that, and that's that's relatable. That's that's understandable. He felt the way about that, and then Tracy Ellis Ross, her character, even pointed out like you would be mad if a white person was made vice president of the urban division, and now you mad that you got made vice president of it. So he was grappling with the feelings of like uh, not being taken seriously enough in, in a primarily white business world. And I thought that was real, real relatable. So I thought if they were going to touch on topics that were kind of serious like that, that we could relate to, I was like, okay, I could see this going somewhere. But episode two was one shit. So <laughs> yeah, episode two yeah, was not special. Yeah, I was going to watch and episode, episode two. one had had other 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 sides to it. I, I, I just felt that they they really pushed the jokes. You know, it's like they were really forced. You know, on and then the fact that and it, I mean it was and, and it could be just you know. I don't know. You would call it terrible scripting or not, but it was like the fact that he was trying to push his son to do some nigga activities. Yeah, like you know, he wanted to, you know his son wanted to go for lacrosse, but he really wanted him to go with basketball. Like, just be happy your son wants to play sports. Be active. Be supportive of what he really wants to do. So I don't know if that was 
they made that purposely that you know he didn't you know for but the he sake learned of, his lesson with that yeah so that's what like when I saw a lot of critiques of the show they were like they were trying to make it seem like the show was supporting a certain way of being black. Like, you gotta be black, black. Like, you can't be playing lacrosse. You gotta be playing basketball. Well, I mean, well, that's how he came off initially, though. No, but that, that is. That's how he came off. But the lesson was that he, he learned his lesson in the end. Right. Like, he, he gave his son the birthday party that he wanted. He let his son go off for lacrosse or whatever. Like, what do you call, so nigga, he learned his lesson. The nigga bar mitzvah? Uh, what yeah, he call it? it was a Jew. I don't know. He called it. He, 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 made, a it, he made it a new was. name or something, though. I don't know. I wasn't gonna say the, the nigga mixed foot, but that's not it. <laughs> it was similar to that, but like yeah. But ultimately, he learned his lesson. It wasn't like the idea was like, hey, people who are watching, this is how you got to be black. It was like, okay, this guy is looking at it like there's a certain way to be black, and this is how we have to be. But then he learned his lesson. He's like, right. you know, this ain't right. I will let my son do what he wants to do to make him happy. So he learned his lesson. So I didn't. I didn't look at that as a flaw. I looked at that as you know what it was. I, now, do you believe, my flaw was that it wasn't funny. Well, yeah, a lot of shit wasn't funny on there. Do you believe that? Because I heard in interviews that they said that the black ish really meant to be black shit. That's how. Uh, I do think it's a play on words. Yeah, I think it's meant to be both. So yeah, I, I, that's 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 how I looked at it when I heard it. I was like black ish. I'm like, you mean like black shit? Well, I think it, when when they had the uh, how successful was that? The, be the first seat, right? The first commercial. Well, I knew it, that wouldn't work at all. But I don't know. At first, I really I thought that that when I first heard you know the whole thing about them saying it was you know players being black shit was just a way to just make up for the the horrible name choice or whatever. Because you know when they first started pushing the show. Um, months ago, you know, it was pushing the fact that his uh, that the wife Tracy Taylor Ross was she was mixed, so it was like you know, saying that you know she's not all black or you know something like that or whatever, and that's what kind of turned me off about it. And so you know that was like months and months and months ago before they actually you know started airing or whatever. So I don't know. I'm gonna watch. Well, you said episode two and shit, so I may not even watch it, um, but. I'm a follow, but I think the name is fucking horrible. Um, I mean, and they and they got you know for the most part, you know, they the cast is okay. Like you know, Lawrence Fishburne. I mean, it's, it's, he can't do he can't do much wrong. Um, yeah. So you know him, I just think he's just bored and had shit to do. So he just joined he just joined the show on some on, on that shit. But you know, you you can never uh, never really get mad. He never really played a terrible character. Yeah, Probably episode two. Episode two didn't have because my problem with episode one was that it wasn't funny. But I was looking like, well, if it's gonna talk about real shit that we can relate to, then I I fuck with it because like a lot of that shit's not touched on. Like people don't touch on, uh, you know, being black in like a white a white collar business world. Like what it's like to have to deal with the, that type of shit. So the fact that they touched on it, they touched on it on some real shit. Him having to deal with the the idea of selling out, like getting into being successful in a white collar business world and feeling like you sold out, or feeling like they only they only give you what you get based upon the fact that you're black. Like, okay, well he's black, and we want to you know we want to do something for him, so let's make him vice president of black shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well I like being black vice president, but I got to be vice president of black shit. Like I can I can contribute more than that. So like those are like real things that we have that we have to deal with, especially if you're you know black and you're successful, and like they're like a affluent family. 
So like that's that shit we can relate to. So I was like, well, if they if they move in that direction, this could be a this could be a good show. Even though I didn't find it funny. Well, the second episode, it was like about like Tracy Ellis' character was like uh, trying to have like a real conversations with her daughter, but then she wasn't listening. And then like Anthony Anderson uh, was like trying to have like the sex talk with his kid, and then it was trying. It, it there was no depth to it. And then, like, the funny aspect of it was, like, he's trying to have sex talks with his kids, so he wanted to, like, take his shirt off to have talks with him and shit. And it was, like... Yeah, I heard he kind of went bare It was, like... Enough. Yeah, it was, like, incredibly bad. It was mad corny, dog. So, there, like, there were no redeeming qualities in the second episode. So, I was, like, well, I'll watch a third episode and see where it goes, and I'll make my judgment on whether or not I'm going to keep watching it based on that. But episode one was cool. Episode two was whack. So, we'll see. But as of right now, I'm in between. It can go either way. Yeah, we'll see. I, I, I'm, I'm going to watch another episode. You know, I, I like to see, you know, the fact that we have a presence on television now. I just hope that, you know, it comes out well. But that title, just it just threw me off. I just couldn't get over it. And that's probably bad because, I mean, you know, the show could have content and I'm just stuck on the fucking title. But I don't like the fact, though, that, like, there's a black show on ABC that they they make it a point to point out that it's a black show. Like you said about the title, Blackish. It's like, you know it's for like black people. And I would prefer it to be a regular show it's that show. just so happens to have black nobody, people. Nobody said, black nobody said Seinfeld was a white show. Nobody said that Friends was a white show. Yeah. No one said that the many of, you know... And nobody it, said the Cosby show was a black show. It was just yeah, a right, show yeah, with black yeah. people. It, yeah, and, like, and that I makes sense, want, yeah. I don't want a black show. Like I want a regular I want show, a show that has black. And people. they just got black people on it, right? Exactly. I I, I totally. I agree. feel the same way about. Um, have you seen the commercials for this show, Cristela or something? No, I haven't. What's that about? It's I don't know, but it's about it's a Mexican show, and that's really what it is. It's, I mean, I don't know anything about. I don't think it's premiered yet, but it's like it's like a Mexican show, and like I I look at the previews for it, and I'm like, it's clearly. To, to make it so that whatever network it comes on, it's NBC or ABC, I don't remember which one, whatever network it comes on, for them to be like, hey, we have a show with a, a Mexican star, you know, a Mexican female star. And it comes off like it's supposed to be a Mexican show, not a want, show with Mexicans in it. I kind of just wanted to know when did that start happening where it just started categorizing. Because like you said, even the Cosby, no one said that was a black, you know, it was a black show, you know. It was just the show. It was the Jefferson's Prince, the, man. Even Fresh Prince recently, like, nobody looked at Fresh Prince as, like, the black show. It was just it was just Fresh Prince. But, like, you got, like, uh, like the Tyler Perry shows and, like, Girlfriends and The Game. All that shit felt like it was black shows. Like, it was for black people. Whereas Fresh Prince and the Cosby show... They felt like they were for everybody, but just happened to have black people in See, even like Martin. No one's called Martin a black show. That was just a show. You know, I mean, it, it was good and it was funny and it, it and shit. It was only white person on the show was the fucking dude that worked at the radio, radio station. station yeah. yeah, so, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I hope good shows do well, not just because you're a black show do well. You know, if you're a good show, you know what I'm saying, it just works out, you know, so... Yeah, and I wonder how people like Tracy Ellis Ross and Anthony Anderson feel about being on a show where we're emphasizing the fact that they're black. Like, I'd rather be on a show like, if I was, say, if I was Anthony Anderson, for instance, 
I don't want to be on a show that's like I don't not not like Full House, but like take Full House like a regular show, but just you're just black because you're Anthony Anderson. You're just black. Whereas, as opposed to having a show where it's like we emphasize the fact that we're black, we have. You know, hey, you can't be black and play lacrosse. You got to play basketball. You can't be black right. and have this. Like, where you're emphasizing the fact that there's a racial a component. Like, I, I don't care for that. I, I'd rather just have a show and, with black people in it. And I feel like we're in an age right now where these networks are looking like, okay, we got all these white shows, all these shows of white people, I can say. So we need to have a black show. We need to have a Mexican show. Like, just have good shows and just cast who the fuck ever. Like, mm-hmm. have Seinfeld, but cast it with black people. Not all black people, but put black people as major characters. Have friends and have a black person as a major character. You don't have to have it. You don't have to have a black show. And especially since most of the time when you force it like that, the shit ain't good. Mm-hmm. Like, because it, it's, it's meant to have that purpose, not meant to be good. So, speaking on black shit. Oh, shit. I was uh, I was on Twitter and I was reading. Oh, shit. Someone someone tweeted. This is right around the time it happened where the uh, the whole case with the uh, what you know the, the girl Ayanna Jones that was killed in the uh, um, by the cop. <laughs> this that's that's yours. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's why I tried to. For, <laughs> so uh, this is where you have the same cigar, right? Uh, right. Like twinsies. Um, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say that. So. <laughs> You know, the story of Ayanna Jones was where, you know, the cop came in looking for the, uh, another guy who had killed another boy. And the cop gun went off and killed the little girl in her sleep. You know what's fucked up before you continue with that? You know what's really fucked up? Now, I, 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 I already know the answer to it, but go ahead. I, I don't think you know what I'm about to say, but you might. But you know what's really fucked up is we have so many cases with, like, Black people getting killed under shitty circumstances. That when you say the name of the victim, I can't even really remember which case it is. Okay. Like so, if you say like I, I remember her specifically, but like if you say like uh, Renisha McBride, or if you say Jordan was Jordan Davis, or something like that, like the ones that are really really high profile, like the Mike Brown shit or Trayvon Martin. Like if you say the other ones that are low key, it's like okay, which one was that? Which one was that? It's like it's happening so much that when you say the name of the victim, like you have to remember, you can't remember which story it is. I have to be like, oh, okay, Ayana was which well, you, one? Well, you didn't say that. you didn't say what I thought you were gonna say. But what I was gonna say, and which it ties into, is that um, do you have you heard have you heard of name Jerron Blake? Yeah, that was the that's a that's a recent one, right? Jerron Blake is tied with Ayana Davis. So what happened was. Two dudes got into it with a kid at some store or something. A, a young boy, um, teenager kid, late teens, fifteen, sixteen. I don't know exactly. They ended up killing the boy. It was two adults, two One, white adults, two black adults. This is in Detroit. Okay. Yeah, this is here. Okay. They killed the guy, Jerron. Uh, I think it's Jerron Davis. Jerron uh, Blake. I'm sorry, I don't say Davis. Jerron Blake. They killed. The, they ended up shooting and killing the boy. The police goes to the house where they believe one of the killers are. And now, during this time, they were filming for First 48 or one of the A&E shows. Yeah. They go in the house trying to find who the kill, uh, one of the killers or suspected killer was that killed the, the, uh, Blake, the kid. Right. The police goes in the house. They throw flashbangs trying to find 
Because at the time, they didn't believe it was any children or any other people in the house. They thought it was just the suspected dude in the house. They go in the crib. Somehow, they get into it with the family trying to figure out where the guy is who killed the uh, Blake kid. And end up shooting the, the uh, little girl, Ayanna, Ayanna Davis. Isn't that an old story? Ayanna Davis is like a older story, though, right? Ayanna Davis is the story. Yeah, it's the same story. This is like two years ago. Right, Ayanna Davis is the older story, but I feel like Jerron Blake is recent. Like, no, he's, no, no, he's not. He was, the, he was the kid that started. That started oh, okay. all of this. Oh, okay, all right. And so they end up shooting. One of the cops' guns, well, from the police say, the, the grandma got into an altercation with one of the cops, hit his gun, and the gun ended up shooting the girl, the girl, killing the girl. Now, I don't totally, I don't totally believe. I just don't, you know, Detroit. We haven't had any, any real, you know, police, you know, brutality stuff ever since like Malice Green or whatever. But I truly don't believe that this cop went into this house with the intention of shooting and killing a little girl, trying to find a murder suspect. And so I say all this because I was on Twitter and it was a guy right around the case because the, the, the case ended up going to the judge and the judge found that the, the they threw the case out of the uh, the cop being guilty of uh, of killing the girl and so the guy was the guy I found on Twitter he was ranting about it you know just some all fucked up blah 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 and I'm and I you know asked him like dude do you know who Jerron Blake is like do you understand that they killed this boy now that, now that's for certain. You know whether or not that the uh, the cop killed you know shot the girl when they went in the house. That's still speculatory because you got you know the cops were against the house, you know the people in the house. We know for certain that Jerron Blake was killed. The whole reason they even went to the house was to find a guy who was actually in the house. He was hiding in the house when they went to the house. So it's like so I you know I got into this big argument with him and you know he's just you know going off about you know. You know, the police's file, the judge's file, you know, a little girl lost her life. True enough, she lost her life. There's nothing that could bring that girl back. But if her dad, which it was funny, the guy who, one of the guys who they're looking for was the girl's dad. If the girl's dad and the other guy had never did what they did, they would have never put their house in jeopardy. You oh, know? Okay. And right. so, that, and that's how it all pulled together, I guess, long story short. But. <clears throat> I just I was waiting to, for the connection. Yeah, that was the, that was the connection. That's the connection. And I guess what my my thoughts and questions and things is is that why why isn't black black on black crime as you know as popular as far as the outrage as other killings? I think what it is really is that we. Black and black crime is like a norm in our society. That's what we're used to. It's kind of like it's comparative to the idea of like, say you got like a fucked up friend, right? And you got an asshole friend. Let's just say for the sake of instance, his name is Chris. Uh, <laughs> I take that. Fucked up friend. Chris. You got an asshole friend, Chris, right? And let's say Chris do all kinds of fucked up shit, right? And you're like, man, Chris, Chris is just out here wilding and doing all kinds of crazy shit. And you like, man, Chris, you need to chill out, man. You need to quit wilding out. You need to quit fucking all these girls raw. You need to quit stabbing niggas. Well, I'm, well, that actually, the first one actually applies to Chris. But uh, 
<laughs> okay. Yeah, Chris, he actually do need to quit fucking these girls raw. No, but um, but yeah, say your friend Chris is doing all this wild shit, and you like, man, Chris, you need to chill out. You a fuck nigga, man. You need to quit doing that shit. You out here being a Twitter nigga, chill out. But then uh, another nigga that's out your crew come in and be like, hey, yeah, Chris, you a bitch. We all gonna look like, hey, who the fuck you talking to, though? Chris, my nigga, now you ain't gonna talk to him like that. Yeah, I, I, and I think that's I think that's the mindset is that like we're accustomed to black people killing other black people. And we get offended by it, no no doubt. We get mad about it. But when a white person come in and kill Chris or, you know, whoever, it's like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. You can't be coming in and killing somebody. You can't be out the crew and be out here and coming into our circle and killing people. And I think it's it's not to justify it, but I think that's the I think that's the reason. Is that we we get more offended when somebody outside the circle, aka somebody who ain't black, comes in and is killing a black person without good cause. Not to say that there is a good cause to kill black people, but like if you you know you doing racist ass shit and killing black people because you you know because they music too loud, you don't want to hear Migos playing in your fucking I don't know Tim Hortons and shit. You like oh I'm trying to get my fucking pumpkin spice latte and they were up in here playing fight night by Migos. I'm about to kill these niggas. Like we like okay wait a minute you ain't gonna come up in here and be killing us because you don't like us because we black. So I think that's the difference, is my guess, and that's not to justify it, but I think that's what yeah, I think I, the reason I, I, is. Yeah, I think that is. You had, I th- you had your hand up. I know what you were saying. Oh, I don't know. I just, you know, with, with, with that theory, I just, I feel that, I feel that it should be almost the opposite, though. Like, it should. Be. It seems like you know we should be well, like, no. why are we fucking with each other? Like, why don't we want to kill our? Why don't? Why are? Why are we killing each other? Like, we should be more. It seems like we should be always that you know we. We know each other. I mean, it, loosely, mm-hmm. you know, we all are, we have commonalities. And why do we want to take out our, you know, take out our own? But we want to, we want to, I guess, persecute others that you know look into us. Just like I, I don't know, man. I just I, I don't get it, man. You know, you have you know all of these black. Like I say, Jerron Blake still doesn't get the notoriety that Ion Jones get. You have all these other killers. You had right around that same time. You had this this big barbershop killer on the east side came in, shot him. They had killed like five, six people. No one gave a fuck about that. There was there was no Jesse Jacksons coming to the to the city. You know, saying protesting because of black on black violence. There was you know it wasn't much news. You know, and if you really wasn't watching the news, you just didn't know. You know, so it's like I just. I don't get that shit, man. Like, you know, the, the guy on Twitter, he was just like, you know, why I'm focusing on, you know, the police killing Ion Jones. I'm like, that's that's fine, and her life wasn't supposed to be lost. Even even the the fact that he killed her, the, uh, the cop killed her, you know, whatever their dispute, it's, he still needs to be responsible because he still needs to be able to, you know, carry his gun properly. He needs, you know, he still needs to, you know, Played by whatever rules, and if you know he killed her accidentally, that's you know it's not fine, but there should be penalties. But it never if if he didn't do it on um, on purpose, it should be out there like that. But it's like we know for certain that her dad and her and the other guy had you know they killed the boy, and you know and no one is it, I don't know it just seems like no one really gives a fuck when you know we do that shit. It's just so I don't know. It's just. Backwards to me, man. It's definitely a a double standard, man. And like it, it, it does need to be resolved. 
we don't need to be out here though. That situation is different, but it's not. A, I don't want to open the door to like when people when people bring that shit up at the wrong time though. Like when Mike Brown got shot, it's like, well, why we don't care about when black oh, no. people get shot? No, no, yeah, like, and 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 and. A lot, I think that's too why you don't you try to deal with those those situations separately because you know we need to, but that's not how it ends up. happening. No, it doesn't happen, and you will have every other non-black person or someone who's just you know right-winged, and you know, but why y'all don't you know you know why is you know people not talking about Chicago killing up each other and shit? You know when you got you know. That shit happening every day, you know. Any given weekend in Chicago, eight, ten niggas dead, and you know there's no outrage. But you know, random George Zimmerman, you know, kills a you know kid, and you know, shit is just you know crazy. It's a story. There's another. It's a story that happened this past past weekend. Dude, on the, this is here. Dude gets into it with a chick because she wouldn't give him her phone number. Nigga shoots mm-hmm. her in the head, shoots two or three of the people in a crowd, and he got he ended up getting picked up by the police. But it's like, dog, you didn't you sh- you just you just straight shot a chick in the head because she wouldn't give your fucking number. Like, how the fuck? What 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 kind of shit is that, dude? And I just think of, you know, every time I hear shit like that, I'm like, man, I just, I want to hope it's not nobody I know. And it just so happened, I, did, I knew somebody who knew him. I saw the shit on um, Facebook. And I'm like, dog, what the fuck is wrong with our people, man? How the fuck do you kill a bitch? How do you, you kill a chick because she didn't get your number? And that could be any one of our, you know, you know, women counterparts and shit like that. Man, the way That's shit like is getting, dog, example. how much people kill each other in Detroit the circle is getting smaller and smaller. Like, it's only a matter of time before it is somebody we know mm-hmm. or somebody we care about. And that shit is... It's definitely out of control, man. It's out of control across the board. I, I, us killing each other, white folks killing us, the cops killing us. Every, it's out of control, period. But, but it, 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 the whole the, the whole cop killing is, a, is such a... It's such a important, you know, issue to, to handle, though. You know, and, and and it's not saying that you know, black lives when black kills are less, but we look to the police to protect and serve. They can't kill. They shouldn't be able to you know kill us. And you know, from from what all the stuff I've I've, I've been reading about, you know, uh, Darren Wilson, everything seems to lead that he's going to get off. Mm-hmm. And. It it that shit just is crazy. I mean, the fact that I think they're waiting to deal with that until we ain't paying attention no more. Right. Well, they already interviewed they, the grand jury trivial. already interviewed him, and it was no publicity at all. It, it came out like the day after, and so you know, from the time that he, you know, he he murdered because he in fact murdered Mike Brown. It was almost two months and so afterwards, so he ended up getting you know. Uh, uh, sequestered by the grand jury, department, uh, the Department of Justice, and they have until January to make a decision, and it's that's just that's just crazy. I mean, the facts are that, he, that when he had interaction, you know, they, they said that Mike Brown stole allegedly stole some cigars. Say he did steal some cigars from uh, from the store, and we went through this some other podcasts. If he in fact stole cigars from the store. Came out, the cops, you know, was looking for him. They subdued him. He went to jail. 
He should be in fucking jail. He shouldn't be dead. But the fact is, is that the cop knew nothing of this uh, supposed interaction at the store. So whatever his interaction, uh, Darren Wilson interaction with Mike Brown was not was not because of that. So we don't know what exactly his interaction was. We do know from all kind of witnesses that Mike Brown was in a surrender mode. We had his hands up and arms up, and he still got shot. Now, if that's going to be the, pre- the precedent, man, we no one's safe from that shit. There was a white kid that was shot, a white boy that shot in Utah days after that, but it really didn't get no attention. One, because I think the boy was white. And two, because it happened right around the time that Mike Brown was shot. So that didn't get much attention at all. A lot of people was I uh, was commenting some people on Facebook and was asking why why is that not getting the same attention? I think it was just bad timing because one, most people don't even know about that shooting, and it just happened right around. I mean, shit, people were protesting, you know, peacefully in in Ferguson. It was getting you know choked up and you know all that shit. So I don't know. I think it was really. I mean, it's sad to say, but it was really just bad timing that you know. A white kid get killed by the cops, and you know it's tons of black black kids getting moped out and shit because of the dumb shit. You can't predict that formula. Like certain shit's gonna pop off, and certain shit isn't. Like white kids, white adults, black kids, black adults. Somebody's getting killed every goddamn day. Any instance you can point to, why didn't random motherfucker that got killed yesterday get as much attention as Mike Brown or Trayvon Martin? Like that can. You can make that comparison any day of the week. There's somebody getting killed every day of the week. You can't predict the formula that's going to make one killing more important than the other. Make one get more attention than the other. The only thing that you can do is just... When you see something that's fucked up like that, man, just stand up against it. Like, we we got these situations... I think what happens with the black kids getting killed, though, is that it's becoming more and more prevalent... With black kids getting killed by the police without due cause. And I don't know what happened with white kid or, or other white kid in Utah or wherever. Or these white kids who kill each other because they're serial killers or because they've been bullied or any of that. But the thing of the specific instance of black kids getting killed by white police, that shit has gotten out of control lately. Oh, totally. So out of that's. Control. That's why anybody who says, why didn't white guy in Utah get all the attention when he got killed versus black kid who got killed? Because black guys getting killed by white police is it happens everywhere. A, and it happens a right lot now, more. And no one gives a shit. And it's, they're getting away with it. It's mm-hmm. happened a lot more. And it's happened for such a long time. You see, me, I think about, I think about cases like Cyber I'm going to do the yellow. And it, it, it just continues to this day. You know what I'm saying? But at least those cases were few and far between. At the, I was at, like, at the time they were. Um, right now, it's happening regularly. You know, you had uh, shit. I think it's, it's um, first name was Ezel, but the, the kid was killed in uh, Cali. Nigga from Friday. Yeah. No, but I don't know why you laugh. <laughs> yeah, the guy was killed in, uh, and I don't even. I think that I forget the circumstances of that one. You had the one kid, the one, the one kid who had handcuffs on, and the coroner uh, made the made the decision. That he shot himself in the right. back while he was handcuffed. Right. So then you have the kid who was in uh, the Walmart in Ohio that was walking around with a toy gun who was killed. And no one still has brought up the fact that the the caller 
said that he was brandishing the gun, pointing at people, which came out to not be true. But no one is, is following up with the fact that that happened. It's just too many fucking instances. I mean, and, and that's the thing you said earlier about, you know, you name a kid, you name a certain kid, and you don't know. It's so many people we named. All, all of them just getting shot up. Now, how, how long ago did this incident, incident with the dude, in the, the kid in Ohio happen? How long ago was that? That's like a month ago. Okay, now, so here's my thing with that. Back in the '90s, I believe it was they made they they made a law that any toy gun manufacturer had to have an orange tip barrel. Yeah. I've made that point too, so yeah. that you know, what I'm saying the the the, the gun could e- easily be distinguished between what's real and what's fake. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying so for this to happen to this kid, and man, the cops got off by the way. Yeah, they did. It, it adds even more fuel to the fire because for this for this to happen to this kid. That you know, what I'm saying, if it was a toy gun, obviously had a had to have had an orange barrel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it, when it I just, went to one of my homeboys' cribs, like it was like a long time ago, maybe like close to ten years ago. We went to one of my homeboys' cribs. We'd go over his crib. We'd drink, watch sports, shit, chill out before we hit the club. Just hanging out, you know, guys just hanging out. Mm-hmm. And we went over, and it was like a a gun sitting on the. Sitting on a table and shit, and everybody's joking like, "Man, you gonna have a gun sitting out?" I'm like, "Sir, it has a orange tip on the barrel. It's, it's a toy. Mm-hmm. Like it looked mad real, but like mm-hmm. it was like it has. It, he's not gonna kill anybody with an orange tip on the gun. Like so, it's like <laughs> the orange tip on the gun is not anything new. That is old. But man. it's almost seeming like you know, it's not. It doesn't even matter, man. It seems right. like that they're it just gonna, they're gonna shoot first. And you know that's going to be it. And the thing is, a dead a dead fucking witness can't tell the story. And as time goes on, you know the the outrageous stuff lessens after time goes on. No one, you know, at some point, someone just stopped giving a fuck, and then it's just going to go under the bridge. You know, you know, uh, Mike uh, was it, it Michael Dunn? That was the one that killed the kid who was uh, for the loud music. Uh, that was the. Michael Dunn was the white guy that killed the shot the guy for like playing. I don't know if it was Michael, but yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. So, had that case not even came up, I kind of for- I honestly forgot about the case because it was a mistrial beforehand, and so I it was Michael Dunn. Michael Dunn and I, and then I, yeah, I, think I, it was I, I honestly just forgot about the case until it was you know retried again, and then you know it came up that he was you know uh, ended up being guilty. The problem I have with that is that why did it take another fucking trial? To convict this guy, they the things we do know. The thing we do know is that there was a you know an incident with him having the issues with the black the, uh, the the kids and the black you know the black kids with the loud music. We know he shot them. The whole trial, the whole the prosecutor was trying to prove that the black kids could have had a gun and they could have hit hitting the gun. So the whole case was them trying to search. For a gun and never appeared. So rather than trying to just try this guy to say, we know he had a gun, we know he shot in the car, we know he killed the guy. The whole time, the prosecutor was trying to prove that they had they had time to ditch a gun somewhere that was never found. So it's like, how do you fuck? How do you? The system is so fucked up that we actually had to go to trial for this. It never should have went that far. It never should have went to the fact that they're trying to find something that was never there. This, we, is, this is local. This is a, a local case, right? No, this is no, not. This no, is no, 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 no. I mean, but in, in the air, in the given area, it was a, a local case. No, it was in, it was in Florida. What do you mean local as in? I mean local as in when it happened, the, the state, city, etc. took care of it. It was their jurisdiction. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, it, it the whole case was just handled fucked up. You know, because like I said, you you're prove you're trying to prove stuff that you know circumstantial, I guess you would call it. Mm-hmm. But we do know that he that he had a gun. He had an issue with them with their music, and he shot at them. We knew that though. But now the whole case was trying to prove, and it went into a mistrial. Like why did why did I guess my 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 question is why did he get to the point where they had to try to find a gun that never happened when we knew that he had a gun and we know that he shot them. This sounds vaguely familiar, like the whole weapons of mass destruction thing for me. I'm serious. I'm. I mean, it, it, it seems like it trickles down from the federal level on down to the local government, and that accusations get made, government steps in, points fingers. All of a sudden, somebody gets blamed for it without proof, and it just—it seems like it's just it's a situation in the United States that just. Happens and, and, and is, is looked upon as oh okay and like you say time goes on get swept under the rug nobody gives a care about it. I I put it as I I, I think the for me I in my head I, I make the correlation as simple as NFL. Now we have we, we review plays in the NFL. If they're the a bad catch, if they're the catch and we know the catch, we see the catch. Guy goes down, make a catch, goes out of bounds. The referee calls it out of bounds. We all see that this is a good catch. So now they're doing a review. They're going to review this good what we thought was a good catch. The problem is, and what I don't get when no one other figures out it, the problem is not the actual review of the process. The problem is that it was called wrong from the jump. Mm-hmm. So now we're going through all these hoops to figure out if it was actually a real catch. When it was a real catch, and it was ruled wrong initially, and that's what happened with all these cases, it's it's judged first, it's judged wrongly in the beginning. So now we're trying to figure out why is it judged wrong and figure out if it's to make it right. But it was it was fucked up in the beginning. Uh, shit, Zimmerman fucking basically chased down Trayvon Martin. And killed this kid. Now we're trying to figure out if he picked up a fucking uh, <laughs> cinder block and fucking pulled it out the ground and hit Zimmerman and all other shit. It was fucked up in the beginning. So my thing is, we're, they're making bad choices in the beginning, and it's making you know you have to go through all these hoops to figure out when it was already fucked up in the beginning. And it seemed like a lot of a lot of uh, judges, courts, all that stuff don't want to acknowledge that mm-hmm. a bad choice was made in the beginning, if, if, if this makes sense. A bad choice was made in the beginning, and now we got to figure all this shit out. Fucking Michael Dunn should have been fuck, uh, charged for fucking murder from the jump. It never should have been a mistrial. It never should be a, a jury of, of, of uh, a mixed jury of just his peers. You know, and that's one of the things too always happens that we end up getting these juries of a jury of all of the fucking uh, convi- uh you know the the possible murderers uh or you know killers peers but you know you have these judges where it's like it's it's it should be it should be a lot more it should be even it shouldn't be a if if there if there's a white and you know something where it's a mixed race there shouldn't be more than one or the other mm-hmm. <laughs> and and it seems like that happens all the fucking time. And that that that's where a, a lot of wording comes into play because you know the whole constitutional rights and all that crap. You know, it's like a jury of your peers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I ain't gonna lie, a jury of my peers ain't gonna convict me. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, if I go to court, it's going to be a jury of whoever's local enough to make this decision. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? I never want to be on a fucking uh, jury, dude. I swear, I hope to God that I can never because I, I don't want to have to go through that. But I would like to think that if there was a if there was a black on black crime, there would probably be black jurors who would be able to decide it versus the opposite side. Or if if it was a a, a guy killing a woman, there wouldn't be all male jurors, right. or there won't be all female jurors. Mm-hmm. It would be you know some kind of equal that you know will be unbiased as possible. And I I think that's what the wording is supposed to mean. What actually gets away and happens in the court of law is is the smoke and mirrors. Mm-hmm. You know, too many people get paid off of the bullcrap that goes on for it to stop, and that's something that really bothers me. That's why that's why I really don't believe or have any kind of faith in the justice system because it's all smoke, mirrors, and money. You know, I don't have no faith in that crap. I mean, it's it's that's point blank. You know, what I'm saying this person gets paid, that person gets paid, everybody's happy except the defendant. Have a nice day. Yep, mm-hmm. man. I wish we had someone on a lighter note because that was heavy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was heavy as hell. Um, yeah, shit. Yeah, lighter shit. Mm-hmm. Um, big butt women in tiny bikinis. Big butt women in tiny bikinis. Always lighter topic. That's that's a light topic right there. <laughs> um, I had something I wanted to touch on. Um, shit. Um, I had something I want to talk about. Um, I had a um, instance at work the other day, and it's an interesting, it's an interesting way of having to deal with life. Like, um, have you guys ever had to deal with a situation where you've had to restrain yourself because not because you were wrong or because you felt like you'd be out of line with not restraining yourself, but because you know that no matter what you do, you're gonna be the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And like that's something <laughs> that's something that I've had to deal with at work lately, or and it's not just a work thing; it's, it's a life thing, really. But um, to give a small example of it, my desk at work is positioned by a TV, and we have TVs all throughout work. And uh, a guy came up; he sat in a completely different area, and he just came up and he just muted the TV. And the TV wasn't loud. It was like the volume was like five. Like it was like mad low. And he just came up and he muted it. And I wanted to be like, you know, this ain't your house. That's not your TV. You aren't in charge of what's happening here. Like this isn't this isn't your team. None of this none of this affects you. You don't you don't come over here and do what you want to do. And I stopped myself because. If I go off on somebody, I'm automatically the bad guy. Like because you, you're black. Yeah, and it's like if you, <laughs> and the problem is like, I can't say like I can't tell somebody, hey, you being an asshole. Because if I go, if it's not even going off, it's just being, it's just being honest. But like now, I'm the bad guy, and what bothered me about that was I had to sit and stew for like the rest of the day because I felt like. He needed to know that he was fucked up. He needed to know that he was wrong. Because if 
for all he knows, I might have been watching that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was 8 o'clock in the morning. For all he knows, maybe I don't have to be at work till 9 o'clock, but I just showed up early. And I'm like, well, shit, I'm going to watch Sports Center while I wait to punch in. But he came over like he owned the, like he owned the spot. And he muted the TV. Like, oh, this is too loud for me. And it wasn't even loud. And I, I, I just thought, like, man, just the the entitlement, man, to just be like, yeah, I'm gonna handle this because this is just me. I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. And I, and I wanted to tell him how I fucked up he was, but I was like, if I do that, I'm, I'm the bad guy. I'm gonna get in trouble. Now I might not get in trouble, but I look like the asshole. And I don't like having to restrain myself from doing the right thing because if I do the right thing, then I'm the bad guy. And that that little that little idea has popped up a lot lately where I have to restrain my anger or my dissatisfaction because the rude person who is in the wrong can't be can't really be vilified. Because if I if I tell him who if I tell him about himself, then I look like the angry black man. And I don't like that I don't like that shit, man, this whole angry black man shit. How do you how do you get over the fact that you are the angry black man? Though? How do I what? How do you get over the fact that you are the angry black man? I don't get over it. That's the problem. <laughs> I gotta just sit there and be mad because I'm just an angry ass motherfucker. Period. So I just gotta sit there and be mad because like I don't like the fact that I basically let that nigga skate. And I, I like I want to tell somebody like I want to tell him like you know if you being an asshole, I want to tell somebody you know that was rude. What I want to do is tell him like this ain't your spot. You don't live here. That was rude. What you should have done is come over and say hey. This is a little bit loud for me. I'm trying to concentrate. Do you mind if I turn this down? That would be the polite thing to do. But he's an old-ass white dude. What I wanted to say was like, who the fuck raised you, man? Yo, did, did your slave master-ass daddy not tell you about manners? <laughs> like, you, you just gonna do whatever the fuck you want to do? That's what I wanted to say. But I'm like, if I go off on him about being rude and being an asshole and not knowing any better about being ignorant, then I'm like the black guy who just went off. You know what I'm saying? And, like, mm-hmm. I don't like the fact that I can't really tell nobody, hey, you're an asshole. Not, not even saying you're an asshole, but saying, like, hey, you know, that wasn't the right thing to do. Like, being confrontational, basically. Right. That's, all, mm-hmm. that's all it really is, is being confrontational. But if I'm if I'm confrontational now, I'm, like, that angry black dude who starts shit. But if I don't say shit, now I got to sit here and be mad. Yep. And he's going to go on living his life as a fuck nigga. <laughs> no, like, doing whatever fucking entitled-ass white shit he feels like doing. So now I'm mad that I didn't do nothing and I just let him go on living his life being a bitch. And now, if I, w- if I was to say something, then I get in trouble for it, basically. And, uh... I, I hate that feeling. I hate the feeling of... feeling's been fucking I hate the feeling of knowing that someone got me. And exactly, I can't, and exactly. I can't, I can't say, you know, I, you know, I missed that. For me, it's usually a lot of times I missed the opportunity to say what I wanted to say. Why? So, yeah, I, yeah, I, I hate that. Like, I don't like, I don't like feeling like I, I, like I missed out on an opportunity to tell somebody about themselves. And here's the messed up part. For me, this is the most messed up part about it. I'm a machinist, all right? So, here we are. I'm a machinist, city of Detroit, young black dude, predominantly black city. But my industry is predominantly older white men. So when I go into work every day, I got some people saying some fucked up shit to me every day. It's like, okay, yeah, they say some shit, and I just got to take it a smile. Why? Same reason you just said. 
Because if I say something back to this dude, you're an angry black dude. I'm an angry. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm the angry black dude. I'm gonna get the order, you know, reprimands and all that shit. It's like, dude, yeah, you've been here for twenty years and yada yada yada, whatever. And they just get this sense of entitlement that like they can say whatever the fuck they want to whoever want what they want to. But dude, I'm human just like you are. And to be honest with you, outside of this nine to five. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You're not gonna talk to me like that. But in these doors, you got these this 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 mindset that you can get away with whatever you want to for whatever reason. And it's like that's that's is is messed up. Yeah, I, I don't deal with it well. I it, it, for me it, it happens and I it's weird. I get like anxiety after after in a, a, a situation where I felt like I need I wanted to say something but I didn't, and it, I just lost the you know. That opportunity or whatever the case or it just wasn't it wouldn't be beneficial if it was said yeah I, I totally get totally in it. I don't even know what to do with it I just get pissed off so fucking bad it's horrible yeah I had to sit there for a few hours and just be mad cause I'm like he really got away with doing some just rude shit like that's just rude to just go into somebody else's area and mute their TV while like I said I might have been watching that shit I wasn't but what I, if I was I, I, like it, I think in a closer situation, I had to I had to deal with that with uh, my uh, fiance's son. Um, like you know, my uh, her son and her nephew they have chores around the house, and you know, uh, usually on some days I just can't I don't, I can't wait till they come home and get their stuff done. So I cleaned up the stuff. Like one of the day, one of the weeks, he had to do the ki- clean up the kitchen. I had to, I had shit to do in the kitchen. I was cooking and stuff like that. So I cleaned up everything, you know. And I just, you know, sometimes first up, fucking teenagers are shitty at cleaning up. They just don't clean up right. So I cleaned up everything good. So he comes home from school. He, I think he was making like some corn dog. We got you know the package corner. He oh he had the last corn dog at the box. He set the box on the counter. I just cleaned the counter. He could have easily just threw that shit away. Set the box on the counter. Set the wrappers on the counter. Made his corn dogs, left the kitchen, microwave open, went downstairs in the basement. Not only you left the microwave open, you have all the shit on the counter that I just cleaned. And I was like, I wanted to react so bad, but I had to like, you know what, if I react, it's going to be real fucked up. So I had to sit, in the, I literally went and sat in the living room, and I was just sitting there, and it was like I was just rocking back and forth. Like, if I say something, it's going to be real fucked up. But... I just, I, I just said, I'm like, I need to, and I was like, you know, I let it blow off, and I told, I, I, mean, I talked to Monica later on, and I was telling her about it, and I was like, you know, I think I could have reacted, but I tried not to, just because I knew that it may have came, it may have came off fucked up, you know, but I hate those opportunities, because it gets, it, I get, I get, I get, like, real life anxiety from that shit, dude. Yeah, and, and that's, that's, that's a really tight space, because, you know, you say something to, to, to him directly, and it's like, man, why are you fucking with me, man? I'm just trying to make corn dogs, you know. And it gives back, yada yada. yada. But you don't understand? It's like the process. Like you realize you just came and just, you know, right. And in fact, I just did your work. I cleaned up all the shit for you, and you just don't just don't. Sh- and and teenagers are so like, my bad. Like, it's it's a growing, it's a it's a it's a learning experience for sure. But yeah, I going back to yours, Mike. I I, I understand. I totally understand that shit. Yeah, man, it's rough, man. I, I spend a lot of my time just like in a constant state of frustration because I'm just like, man, I, I 
I want to tell people about themselves. Like, man, you can't just walk around and being rude and being an asshole and just get away with it. And it's like, it's fucked up that you can't tell somebody something as simple as like, you know, that was rude, right? Because even if I just said those words, you know, that was rude, right? Now I look like an asshole. Oh, you're 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 totally the angry black man. You're on the defensive now. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. that sucks, man. Like, so he gets to walk around and do whatever the fuck he wants because I can't say, "Hey, that was an asshole move." Now I'm the bad guy. But at the same time, it's like, how do you prevent something that happened again? Because if they don't know that they did, if they don't, well, it's just uh, this is stupid for to say they don't know they did something wrong. He he probably doesn't, and I wanted to turn up the TV to make him come back so then I could tell him. Because I don't like the, that idea of like... Because I feel like he got over on me. Like, I feel like he almost pulled my bitch car. Right, and that's like, the thing. I, it, for me, it's hard to not take it personal when it directly affects me. Exactly. And it's like I said, I wasn't even watching it. But what if I was? It was 8 o'clock in the morning. Man. Like, what if I was watching that shit? It was, it was fucking Sports Center. What if I was watching Sports Center? What if I didn't have to punch in until 9 o'clock? I showed up at 8 and I wanted to watch Sports Center. And you just come over, mute, and just walk away. Like, bitch, this ain't even your area, dog. Like, if, it, if he worked on my area, he worked on my team, I would get it. It's still rude. You should still say, like, hey, are you watching this? It's a little off me. But he's from a completely different area. And just came over and did that shit. And, like, I just don't... This, this whole sense of, like, white entitlement is just driving me crazy lately, man. Like, they really it. can do just whatever the fuck they want. And they, I don't even think he, he actually meant to be an asshole. Like, he wasn't doing it like, hey, I'm white. I can do whatever the fuck I want. He, that's just in his bones. Like, that's just his bone marrow is I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. And he's not even consciously thinking that. That's just the life he lives. Like, it's too loud. I'm going to turn it down. No, he, uh, he probably it was good. You probably didn't touch the TV because he probably didn't wash his hands. So, <laughs> he probably know. put dick sales on the fucking, <laughs> <laughs> fucking volume button and shit. <laughs> now I turn it back down and then rub my eyes, and now I got his dick in my eye. And Ebola, so. right? And, and Ebola, because you know that's no, I can't I can't say some white shit because the old boy in Dallas is black, but yeah, it's coming from the continent. So yeah, yeah, he probably he probably orchestrated the shit. I got Ebola in his basement in a jar trying to figure out how he can affect people with it. Maybe if I inject this Ebola in some watermelon, I can get these niggas about the paint. I don't know. It's funny. When I, th- <laughs> when I thought about, you know, when, he, when, when the whole spreading of Ebola and stuff, you know, it already, it, 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 it all, it brought me to, you know, thinking about the whole Tuskegee air experiment where, you know, they injected all of those guys, that, you know, with, you know, syphilis just to see what the fuck was going to happen. And I, I kept thinking about that shit with the Ebola. Like, man, that shit going to start spreading. And I was like, let me not think about conspiracy theories like that. But that shit is... That's, Fuck that, man. And, and that shit... Is, and that's not even far history. That was in the 70s. So it's not like that was like in the 30s and 40s and shit. You know, that was like near history and shit. You know, right before we were born. You know, so... They want us up out of here. That's all it really is. Pretty much. He's like, go back to Africa. Motherfucker, I wasn't even born in Africa. I was born here. I Going back means I've been there. You know what I'm saying? I lived there before. Yeah, that was like the whole conspiracy thing with the crack epidemic, man. You place that shit in all the hoods and all, all of a sudden all the niggas are hooked on it and they dying and all that. Fucking up the hoods and shit. I don't think they really meant for us to really live through that. I think the whole crack epidemic was, they thought it was just going to just kill off everybody. And it just didn't. Black people made money off of it. Like, Millions and millions of dollars of shit like Lucas. Did you ever read that article I posted about the gentrification? Yes, I did. Man, shit. We had a 
we got to cover that. Ne- well, next week. I don't know. If we can cover it next week. We're covering it for the month of November because I have so much. I've read that and it was a really good article, but I have so much more to talk about. With it. But we have to definitely do a a, a, a good segment on that um, because I think gentrification is really uh, a good topic for Detroit, especially with all of the the new stuff that's going on downtown and things of that nature. We definitely have to cover that on another podcast, but I have a lot to say about that one. I have tons to say about that one. So I'm definitely uh, looking forward to the podcast and we can, you know, talk about that. So I'm good with that. That's definitely going to be a good one. So yeah, that's, that's definitely going to be a good one. So we can talk about it. I guess next week could be the hip hop one. And then, um, after that, well, next week is the hip hop episode, right? But yeah, next, next week, week gonna be the hip hop episode. Dope. And then after that, I guess we can cover. I yeah, can I? That article was definitely really good. I had a remember, man. I wish I would have saved. I had a, a couple of other articles about gen, uh, gentrification, um, especially downtown, and it was talking about how the just the the price of just square footage of places downtown has skyrocketed so much, and you know. Um, I, I, I'm, I understand it. I understand the process of it, but and I get what it's doing. You know, the article that you know he posted recently it shed a lot more light to the process of it, and you can see the the pros and cons versus stuff I've seen before. So we'll see. But I guess we can wrap up if you don't have any other uh, any other pressing uh topics. But uh, yeah. So. Uh, thank our uh, our guest Chris and Kelly for stopping by. You know, bringing Kessler's and dollar beers and shit through here, and uh, we will uh, <laughs> <laughs> dollar beers. <laughs> we'll see y'all next week. Peace. <laughs>